Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast, the audio show that invites ordinary people to tell their stories about an extraordinary God who shows up in their hopes, dreams, disappointments, and victories. Turn over the pages of your own story and discover who the real hero is. You paid the price for all the world to me. You paid the price for all the world to see. And for those who choose you now, shalom. Welcome back to Long Story Short Podcast, where we share ordinary stories that reveal an extraordinary God. My name is Brent, and I'm here with my wife, Lisa. And we're glad to be back at the microphones and have been looking forward to sharing our friend Mary Jane's story with you. We never get tired of hearing how God is at work in people's lives. Each story is so unique, and that's definitely the case with Mary Jane. Yeah, I had never even heard of a weighted blanket before. And here is a story where God's fingerprints are all over a business opportunity that he spoke to her about, as well as a ministry. And not only is God providing for Mary Jane's needs, but the blankets that she creates are making a big difference in people's lives. She starts off her story with this simple statement. I choose joy. It's so simple, you might miss those three words, but don't. Those three words describe the beautiful combination of Mary Jane's attitude and obedience with God's amazing way of providing something out of nothing. Like most of us, Mary Jane's life has been full of ups and downs. There have been struggles, disappointments, and loss. Not the least was the passing of her mother when she was just a young girl. Mary Jane acknowledges that life isn't always easy, but she's also quick to point out that God is the one who has walked her through every challenge. He's helped her to choose joy, even when joy made no sense. In this podcast, Mary Jane shares with us a select few stories from her life. Now, in some ways, they're just ordinary circumstances. But what really stands out is the way God makes the ordinary extraordinary. If you pay close attention, you'll get the picture that this interactive dance that Mary Jane has with God throughout the day, it's, it's really a relationship that beautifully colors her perspective on life. Here's where we're going to step aside and let Mary Jane tell her stories. Life has its uptimes and its downtimes, and for many people, those downtimes can consume them. And that's Satan's plan. And my life is no exception, but I'm going to tell you that I have given too much time to those thoughts in the past, and I'm not giving Satan any more of my joy. I choose joy. A little more on that later. Uh, Prayer is my time with God. I have a conversation with him all the time. I've been someone who chats with him throughout my whole day. This kind of started, well, it really started when I was 14 years old and my mom was killed by a drunk driver. 
My father came in to tell me what had happened. And I looked at him and I said, Dad, God will get us through this. And from that point on, God was my go-to. I always had conversation with him. My father was a minister, and my parents laid a strong foundation. So from that point on, I always brought all my concerns to him. I was missing mom, so I had God to talk to. And God, God spoke back. Sometimes it took a while, but that's, that's God's way. I have a few of those answered prayers that I'm going to share with you. Share with you. Prayers that show me beyond a shadow of a doubt that God pays attention to little old me. <laughs> um, first one, my daughter had asked me to chaperone her sixth grade field trip. And she asked me late in the game, so I figured all of the other parents had signed up and I was going to have to pay for my lift ticket and my rental and probably have to buy food. And I, I just was on a budget and couldn't do that. So I, <laughs> I was standing at my mailbox on a Friday, I remember that, and I said, hey, you know, God, if you could see fit to put a $100 check in my mailbox this week, that'd be really awesome, and then I grabbed my mail, and I went inside, and I had been telling Dave about this, and he said to me, you know, I could I could lend you that, and I, uh, I just said, no, that's that's not the way it works for me, and he said, okay, and then he left, that was on a Sunday when he said that, and then he left, And 10 minutes after he left, I got a phone call from my sister-in-law, and she said, I've been 10 years cancer-free, and I would like to um, celebrate and give cheesecakes to all my coworkers. And so I'd like to order six cheesecakes, and I'd like to put a check in the mail for you this week. Can you do that? And I said, absolutely, I'd be happy to do that for her and told her how much each cheesecake was. And then Thursday came along and there was a check for $100 in my mailbox. <laughs> so that was one of those, those answered prayers that totally amazed me. Now fast forward a few years. Due to some changes in my household, um, I was going to be short about $800 a month. So I prayed that God would help me find a way to use the gifts he gave me to make up that difference. Now in December, a co-worker of mine asked me to make a weighted blanket for her son. I knew what they were, but I told her I'd never really thought about it. And then I, I didn't. I didn't think about it again until a month later, another co-worker who didn't know the first co-worker asked me the exact same question word for word. Can you make a weighted blanket for my son? And I literally stood in the hallway at work, looked up, and said, I guess I'm going to learn how to make weighted blankets. So I did my work, I did my homework, and I learned how. And I went home and I started making them, and it wasn't going well. I kept breaking thread. And so I phoned a friend (laughs) and asked him, do I need some special kind of thread or what? And he said, no, you need a stretch stitch on your machine. I don't have one of those. He said, well, come on over and bring everything with you. So I went over to Greg and Shelley's house, and we sat down and started trying to figure out how to make them and continued to work together on them to make them 
And after I made the first two for these two people, I just put it out there on Facebook saying, hey, this is a cool new adventure that I found and I'm pretty excited about it. And as soon as I posted it, I got 11 orders. And that led to me being at Greg and Shelley's for about three months, perfecting the process. And Greg, being an engineer, uh, came up with a piece of equipment that allowed us to not break needles and run over the little plastic pellets that go inside all the time. And it was it was a really awesome experience to share that with them. I thought I was being a, a kind of a intrusion. Well, it turns out that they enjoyed having my company coming over. So for three months, two to three nights a week, I would come over and then Dave would come over and we would, Dave would weigh the pellets and Greg and I would sew and <laughs> Shelly would correct all of our mistakes. Um, and that was just an amazing answered prayer to have somebody support like that. Since I began making the weighted blankets, I have prayed for each person that's ordered one. That's important to me. Um, I've had some wonderful stories come back from people who've been using them, but one I'm going to tell you about that stands out for me was a family who called and they needed two blankets, one for the mom and one for the son. And they were, they were having a hard time financially and uh, because the dad had been out of work for about six months. And so I, I, mean, I let her know how much they were, and um, she said, okay, I'll get back to you, and, but I, I do want to go ahead and order them. It'll just take me a little while to get that money together. So then during that week I was working on them, I delivered a blanket to another woman and told her through conversation that I had prayed for her son um, and for his, you know, using the blanket. And she looked at me and kind of tipped her head, and she's like, you did what? And I said, I, I prayed for your son. And she told me that she was a seminary student and thought that that was really cool. And she goes, I want to give you more money. And I, I kind of looked at her and went, you don't need to do that. And she said, no, just put it towards somebody else who needs a blanket. So I went back to the lady who had was short the money, and I told her that someone paid it forward an extra $10, and I could take put that towards her blanket, and she was so grateful. So as we were sewing them, and Dave was weighing the beads, we started praying for the mom and the son, and you know, I told him about the dad not having a job, so he started praying uh, that the dad would find a job. And so then I delivered, we delivered the blankets, and the lady handed me the money in a little plastic baggie, and the last $3 was in change. That kind of broke my heart. <laughs> um, we have a thing at church, it's called Change for Change. So I made sure to put all of that change in that offering basket. Um, so I gave her the blankets and uh, was talking to her a couple days later after she had sent me a picture of her son sleeping happily under his weighted blanket. And I told her I was was grateful for the photo and I was happy that he was doing well and um, told her that we had prayed for that and said, and you know, I, we did pray that your husband would find a job. And again, there was this pause and she said, he accepted a job, an offer today. <laughs> and that broke me. Um, the phrase break, 
break my heart for what breaks yours just played through my mind. So then I was making a blanket for a young man who uh, suffers from anxiety and was dealing with some, coming out of some addictions. And I asked Dave to bring me some Bible verses that he felt were important to that situation. So he brought um, several verses, and I wrote them down on little pieces of muslin, and I tucked them inside uh, throughout the blanket. And now every one of the blankets, I make sure to write Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Because I believe that covering these people with scripture is an important thing to do. So his blanket, however, has like 11 <laughs> in it, tucked inside of it. Now, setting up a business can be expensive, as you probably all would assume. And I, I didn't have that kind of cash for that endeavor. I had just, um, like I'd said in the beginning, lost $800 a month of income, and I needed to make that up. So I prayed that God would help me with make that $800 gap. Now, I have been given um, several gifts, and... I asked God to help me use the gifts he gave me to make up that gap. I believe there's a lot of people who will pray, Lord, help me find this. Get me that. May I have this? Can I, can I, can I, can I? And I think that God has gifted us, and we need to use those gifts, and he will help open the doors to use those gifts. And here's where the story gets kind of fast, because I'm starting this business, and trying to come up with the money for different things. And so I say to my accountant who's setting up my paperwork, is everything ready for me so I can go buy a sewing machine because I needed one with a stretch stitch. And he said, what, you need a machine? I said, yeah, I need one with a stretch stitch. And he said, well, I work for Harvest Minnesota and someone just donated a brand new one in a box. I can sell that to you for $40. I said, it has a stretch stitch? He said, absolutely. So instead of the $400 one I had been looking at, I was able to get one for $40 that worked just fine. So that was number one awesome thing. Then I'm talking to a girlfriend of mine, and I said, oh, I just want a ping pong table so I can lay all the blankets out on the table or you know, as I'm cutting, and I can lay them out and measure them. And she stopped me, and she said, I have one in the garage I'm trying to get rid of. And I said, of course you do. <laughs> so then my daughter has a friend who wants to um, know if she can rent a room. So I tell her, yeah, I've got a room for rent. And I knew she was going back to school and wouldn't be able to afford the full rent. So I said, you know, in exchange for that, let's trade, say, 10 hours of work around the house a month. So she's heading off to her first day at work. And... Um, I said, oh, where are you going? And she goes, oh, I work for the tailor in town. And I've worked for a tailor up in North Dakota for the past two years. <laughs> I said, so you can sew? And she goes, I love to sew. And I, so now I'm thinking, okay, I got a sewing machine for $40. I have a ping pong table that didn't cost me anything. And now I have 10 hours a month of free labor <laughs> for someone who loves to do this and believes in it. And I looked at her and I said, Michelle, just watch. God is up to something. And she just laughed and went off to work. And shortly after that, we're visiting, and I said, we need a serger. She goes, oh, I know. I wish we had a serger. That would be so great. So 
of course, two days later, I come home. She's sitting at the ping pong table with a serger. I said, where did you get a serger? <laughs> and she said, my boss gave it to me. And I literally looked up and said, yep, your boss gave you a serger. So now we have a serger that didn't cost us anything. Um, so things are moving along pretty quickly, and the orders are coming in, and it is, it's just been wonderful. Now here's the thing. God had spoke through two people, and he answered my prayer to use my gifts to fill that gap for that lost income. And part of my wiring is to help other people, and my background is in special education with emotional and behavioral disorders. And I have found that these blankets are helping people with anxiety, chronic pain, migraines, ADHD, autism. Uh, the list just keeps going on and on, and it's pretty amazing. Now back to my comment about Satan in the beginning. I was having a wonderful day, a very blessed day. I had just come from church. I had gotten two orders for blankets at church. I looked at my email. There was another order in my email, and I was headed to the fabric store, and I found great fabric, and I had, you know, this is silly, but I had all my coupons in line. <laughs> so I saved a lot of money, and I was just so excited. But I had 28 orders coming in, and I was a little overwhelmed. So I'm driving home, and I said, okay, God, where's the workforce? And he said... <laughs> You're going to have coffee with her. And it occurred to me that this gal I was meeting for coffee used to sew dance costumes to make extra money for her family. And so when I was having coffee with her, I told her the story of the business that I make, I'm doing and asked her if she wanted to be a part of it. And I told her, this is part ministry. I know you're worth a lot more money than this, but this is what I have to offer. And if you're interested, and I hardly finished my sentence, and she said, yes, I am. So now I have someone working with me, uh, alongside me, doing this and praying in these blankets and helping to get these blankets on top of people to help them. So I was saying, I was having a wonderful day. I was pretty excited. And finally, I crawled into bed that night. I was exhausted. But I was just filled with, with a lot of joy. And literally within three minutes of laying in my bed, I was fuming with anger. And I just, I didn't know how that came on so fast. And it was, it was really wrestling with me. So I, I called Dave and I asked him to pray about this. And he just started right in. He prayed straight to the point, all over all the, the challenges. He just nailed it. And I, I hung up, and I laid there, and I said, Satan, you have no place in this home, in my business. My, my life and my world is, belongs to God. And you have no right to use my children against me because my children have been bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I said, so be gone. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. And I closed my eyes, and I felt totally relaxed and fell asleep. Now I know that that's not how it always works. 
I also know I have been praying for a lot of things that I have not been answered in the way that I understand or have not been answered yet because God is in control, not me. Things happen in his time. And as long as I can let go and trust that God is my Jehovah Jireh, God my provider. Our pastor once mentioned the name of God as Jehovah Nisi, and that really struck a chord with me, um, which it means God is my bannerman, God that goes before me. And I pray to God in those names, and it brings me peace as well as a declaration for me of just who God is. The most current God moment I want to quick tell you about is that I learned um, about a company that I ordered pellets was going to have to start charging me shipping, which would increase the cost dramatically in what I would have to either cut the costs of my, my profits or increase the price of my blankets, which I didn't want to do because I I'm try very hard to make it fair on both sides. So I was talking to another person and I mentioned that I needed to find pellets and he said, I have a friend who works for a company that has plastic pellets. I'll, let me see if he can get them at a better price for you. Well, the long and short of that story is they were able to offer me pellets at a fraction of the cost. So while I was up in Alexandria, one day, I loaded up 10 bins and came home with 600 pounds of pellets in my car, and I'm laughing the whole way driving home because <laughs> I have 600 pounds that literally cost me a fraction of what I originally had to pay. So it's pretty cool. Now, my company has been a blessing, and I am seeing God, seeing God work in it every day. I could go on and on, but this is supposed to be a short podcast. <laughs> and I know that you may not feel in your walk that God is with you. And there's lots of days when I did not either. But take the time to listen to the gentle voice that God often speaks with. Ask for God, God's will in your life. And then pay attention. I am here to confirm for you that God is not Thanks for listening to another installment of Long Story Short Podcast. We appreciate you and your encouragement. And thanks for subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn. That's how you get automatic feeds for each story. And then take a few minutes and submit a review to help get the word out. Every review we get gives the podcast stronger visibility. And the point of the podcast is to share God's stories with more people. So thanks for sharing it with friends on social media. And thanks again to Les Elias for his music contributions. Check out links to his music on the blog notes. Bye-bye.
judge eternally.